0: This is how Steve Reich's Different Trains begins. What you hear first is the tape, and only now does the string quartet join in, just the first violin to start with. It's played by Nicholas Kitchen of the Boston-based Borromeo String Quartet.
1: What happens at the beginning of the piece is that the quartet is almost entirely responsible for a figuration which Steve Reich has made sound like a train. And... It... And when you put together different instruments, that you get this kind of chugging effect of the train. From Chicago.
0: The first movement is titled America Before the War, and according to Steve Reich, it tells the story of how as a young boy, he was shuttled across country by train back and forth between his separated parents. The tape is a recording of train roars and whistles, three additional string quartets, and the voices of his governess and a retired Pullman porter reminiscing about the romance of train travel in the late thirties and early forties. Their voices are so melodic,
2: Reich set them to music. Of the Most of the time, except for very few moments, an entire piece, I'm actually mimicking the voice.
0: My Motobuchi plays the viola for the Borromeo Quartet. It's an instrument that sounds a lot like the human voice.
2: So my voice actually starts at the beginning. uh, That starts with a from Chicago to New York, from Chicago to New York. But as soon as it shifts to the second movement, and my first words is 1940. And uh, from then on, my voice actually becomes uh, bone chilling 1940. 1940.
0: In this second movement, called Europe during the war, Reich evokes the Holocaust and the very different train trips Jews were forced to take to the death camps. Here, the voice fragments on the tape are of Holocaust survivors. Remembering. And he said,
2: Don't breathe. Don't breathe. Actually, it's very uh, chilling to express that. This one, they shaved us. They shaved.
0: It could be said that the Borromeo is a perfect match for Steve Reich's different trains, which has a reputation for being difficult. It requires an acute sensitivity to rhythmic shifts and an unusual degree of emotional expressiveness. But it can still seem mechanical at first, even monotonous. Yi Sun Kim is the quartet's cellist. On the page, I have to say, it does seem rather repetitive. And in that sense, it seems a little bit um, intimidating, actually. And I was not sure that I would be able to understand something of this nature. Because I think for us, I think it's just more natural to make any piece of music we're playing very living. Flames going up in the sky. Flames. And somehow it has to be a some kind of living statement otherwise i think we feel very uncomfortable so how do you create a living statement when you're playing alongside or should i say tied down by a pre-recorded tape that can't change its tempo or tone
3: i don't think we want to look at that as a limitation but certainly from the first instant of playing with a complete sound It's a collaboration.
0: Second violinist Christopher Tong.
3: It may not be a collaboration with people who are in the room with you, but it is a collaboration. In fact, I think we need to be much more flexible, not necessarily lessening what we do, but figuring out how to make what we see in the music work with what already exists on the tape.
0: According to first violinist Nick Kitchen, the way to handle a difficult piece like different trains is to treat the tape like a violin. Mm
1: I think it's very interesting to understand that the electronics really are an instrument that has to be practiced and gotten used to. So uh, it's amazing for me to see that all four of us, as we interact with the electronics, we are starting to relate to it as an instrument and starting to discover the moods that can be created with the sound.
0: Seems the favorite movement of the Borromeo Quartet is the third and final one, called After the War. Here, Reich reaches for a tentative, cautious optimism. Near the end, a Holocaust survivor says these words. There was one girl who had a beautiful voice, and they loved to listen to the singing, the Germans.
3: And they loved to listen to the singing. The Germans.
0: Here's Christopher Tong.
3: And then the very last section, the thing which follows that is, and when she stopped singing, they said more and more, and they applauded. And, you know, you realize the situation of the memory that she's describing. But there's something very beautiful about it. It's the thing which actually holds the humans together, holds the people together, rather. The
0: humanity uh, right. of the murderous Germans.
3: Well, they're humans. They, they loved music. They appreciated music. They, they loved to listen to the singing. I think there's nothing more you have to say.
2: They loved they listen to the singing, and when she stopped singing, they said And when she stopped singing, they said and they applauded.